Nice. Glad it worked out for you. Have you talked to Johnny Voltic at all over the past couple of weeks, Doctor? I messaged him. Um, cause you know they're doing those orchestral shows again. Are they? Are you guys gonna do them? Nah, I, we're not involved. I think probably uh -oh. they won't have vocalists. Oh. I think you're not allowed to sing because of uh, a coronavirus legislation or whatever. No way. So they're like, because you spit. I, I went to church the other day, right? And when you sing the hymns, they have to go outside to sing the hymns. Really? You can't be in the, in the room and sing the hymns. So, so how did it work like yesterday? Um, yesterday I was in London and there was football yesterday. I'm, I'm obviously guessing because there were large groups of men. You joker, you're, you joker, are you serious? Football, this is like the episode when you're like, I don't know the name of the queen, so don't start with me. <laughs> nah, bro. <laughs> you're honestly you trying to tell me. You don't know either. I do. You, England's won. No, I have the name of the queen, I said. Oh. Yeah, yeah, see. So, anyway. That's nothing, that is nothing like England v. Germany, bro. Come on, man. Football. Anyway, but you're honestly telling me you didn't know England were playing Germany yesterday. No, why would I know that? Okay, <laughs> you not, you're not. <laughs> you're not following the Euros at all, huh? No, I don't watch football, man. If I want to watch 90 minutes of guys trying to score and not, I just go to a nightclub, bro. I don't watch football. Hi, <laughs> right, man. Hi. I love, but the one thing about it that I always loved, when I was a kid, I used to play FIFA on some platform I had. And the songs that they would sing, you know, this is when I was a kid in the States, so we don't have that experience when it comes to live sports, where you have a whole stadium, you know, or half of a stadium, I guess, singing these, these, these songs. <laughs> So when I was at lunch yesterday, I could hear these songs up and down the street. I'm like, oh, there's definitely football going on today. Yeah. So how did they get to get away with that in the club or in the pubs then yesterday? If you're not supposed to be singing, that seems like that was an easy arrest for a lot of people. Yeah, they did a they did a Hancock on on football. One rule for some, <laughs> another rule for others. So. Yeah, I always found that funny where uh, the events industry has to suffer, music industry has to suffer, but, um, you know, something like that. Well, I don't know. That is, uh... It's just money, bro. That's all it is. Like, because the big music events are allowed to go ahead as well. Mm. So Wembley was like 40,000 people. That's a lot of money. And not only that, it's the Euros. You know what I mean? I appreciate... Not everyone's into football, but a lot of people are. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. It's like, it. I said this the other day. If it wasn't for the Euros right about now, I feel like the Euros is, is the only thing that's stopping us from going into full meltdown as a society. <laughs> um, yeah, I have to, I'm really trying to follow it more. I am just to be more integrated into society. <laughs> I feel like such a social outcast and then have people like you looking at me like that when I say shit like I just said like, well you don't have to feel too alone because I don't think I've seen one game some years I have suddenly I can attach myself to something if I apply myself but I haven't really this time around my head's just been in other places well you and, got married uh, man you know yeah yeah, 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 that's true. But you know, she she you know, she lets me do my thing. So I can't blame her. But yeah, I've been occupied, that's for sure. But yeah, I just been um Yeah, but you knew it was England Germany though, right? Oh yeah, I'm not that oblivious. It's just yeah, I, yeah, I'm, there you go, there you go. <laughs> like I'm not saying you have to be a football fan. I'm not even saying you have to watch the game, but to just yeah. not be aware there's England Germany. How the fuck? Can you of all people sit there and judge me and don't know the queen? She's yeah, bro, got listen. the money in your pocket and you don't know her name. Her I'm, name not, I'm not judging you. I am not judging you. Oh, I'm amazed. I'm, your tone. <laughs> I'm amazed. I'm just amazed that you managed to miss it. And bro, in the news, it was the first article. 
the first article, not even in the sports bit. It was in the it was the first thing, like England beat Germany. It's like you have it's like World War Two again. I have this not I have not, you know, somebody sent me something earlier today on WhatsApp or something, a video about the, the, the match. And um, I literally said to her, I'm like, I don't know what the fuck this means because I don't even watch that. And she says, oh, I forgot. It's not your thing. Sorry. So, um, and it, but it was funny. After England's win against Germany this evening, the World Health Organization is advising Ireland and Scotland fans to stay as far away from England fans as possible. Levels of arrogance and hubris are at their highest since 1996. <laughs> so any contact with an England fan is likely to ruin your day. <laughs> During the game, England fans were talking about their route to the final. So who knows what it's like out there now. And we're once again asking non-England fans to adopt the hands, face and space guidance. Use your hands to block England fans on social media or to leave whatsapp group. <laughs> face make sure you shield away from any it's coming home memes and finally and most importantly space make sure you keep your distance from any england fans they are absolutely unbearable at the moment and you could be exposed to it's coming home songs so i get it i saw it i saw the stuff that was out there now but i didn't know you know at the time i mean don't get me wrong i'm not i'm not an england fan I'm not an England fan, and um, but it's just such a major event. It's like, you know, like this, um, you know, this situation with uh, Bill Cosby is such a major event that you'd think it would. I mean, I get, I get it. You, it probably passed across your thing, but you're just not interested in it. I didn't even know about that until I was sitting eating dinner until somebody sent me the thing, and I sent it immediately over to you guys. <laughs> I'm like, I had no idea. And then, like, all, all of a sudden, everybody bombarded me with Bill Cosby freed from prison after sex assault conviction overturned. So that's a pretty big deal. We should be doing this shit live because I'm sure it's trending right now. Yeah, yeah. sure. So what are your thoughts on that? Because I was talking to somebody earlier, and they said, Cosby Show used to be, I used to love Cosby Show or something to that effect. But I'm assuming that they don't watch Cosby or appreciate Cosby show now because of the conviction. So well, as a woman, as a woman, no. no. So yeah, go ahead. You know, that, you know that the convictions don't mean that all that stuff didn't happen. That's not what, what overturning the conviction means. No, of course not. Of course not. I mean, no, because it's not saying, Oh, he's not guilty anymore. It's just yeah. due no, to the fact that it was not done by the books. If you exactly. will. Yeah. Exactly. Which is ridiculous. So is that the situation? Because I haven't, I literally have not had a chance to read the article or articles, and I was going to ask you what was going on with it. Yeah, um, from I know very little, but um, it was overturned because there was a process in the uh, a violation in the process. So um, some piece of evidence that was agreed that wouldn't be used in court was used to prove his his uh, case being guilty. Yeah. Yeah, his uh, testimony, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Him saying, yes, I did it. They were like, okay, if you just admit it, we want, we want, uh, this is a simplified version of it, obviously. If you just admit it for this, I think it was one particular, maybe civil case. If you just admit it, then we agree not to prosecute you in the future. Mm. And then they use that testimony to prosecute him. So uh, the judges now are saying, well, you can't turn around to someone and say, if, if you're going to do this, we are not going to do this, and then turn around and then do it. That, that kind of under, undermines the law. Yeah, just a little and that's the technicality on which they've overturned his conviction. They're saying he should have never been arrested because of the agreement that the previous prosecutor had made. So is he going to get some sort of compensation then for his... I don't know. Girl. I don't know. I didn't see that in the. I didn't see any of that in the. In the. Because he's been in prison for two odd years, right? Twenty or maybe longer. Twenty seventeen, maybe he was convicted and what must have went in convicted, shortly after that. Convicted in twenty eighteen. Twenty eighteen. Okay. So that, yeah. So so imagine if he got some um, relief sent to him, like in, in monetary value. 
that that would really take the piss, wouldn't it? Like to prove the justice system is right, we're going to use his case to show that we're just. Oh man, this is a tough. <laughs> yeah, it's a real bad situation to be honest for everyone involved. Yeah, this is a tough one. I mean. I was sitting thinking about this the other day. I don't know why, but somehow Cosby show maybe came to mind or something. I mean, I grew up with it. So it was just part of my life for so long. And then I started thinking about Roseanne, like the Roseanne issue and how she had her meltdowns on Twitter and they took her show away. But the, the fact that the, these things happen, I don't feel should diminish the fact that the quality entertainment was produced like i i think that the entertainment should still like because remember when louis ck went through all his shit and they, <laughs> they yanked all his shit off the internet you know like or off of like uh you know like netflix will start taking people's stuff down or like r kelly like they're gonna cancel the music they're gonna they're gonna mute the music as a result now i ain't gonna lie i miss r kelly's songs bro <laughs> <laughs> i ain't gonna lie it's like vibe, vibe. That was my shit. Like, I have that on single. That you know the slim ass case. I had that on singles, man. But what, so what, how famous or popular do you have to be to get to get excused? I mean, that has been the case. There's no excuse, bro. There's no excuse. Yeah, yeah. There's no excuse, and it has been an excuse for decades. And it's only now where I think where uh, the limelight isn't controlled solely by mass media, right? And then there's public opinion, which is more vocal now. And I think that has overturned what has been like daylight robbery, basically. It's Uh, a good thing. Yeah, 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 no, I agree. I mean, I know like, man, uh, Roseanne was my shit too, man. (laughs) That was that was good back in the day. When the, and then when she said what she said, that was obviously disappointing. But can we separate the person from the artist? That's always been a question, right. and um, it's a good question. Um, do we like this? We have so much attachment towards music, especially because it takes you to times and places, right? And I, I can get why maybe you're you're raising the point because it automatically, as soon as you say R. Kelly, I, I do think of like certain moments in my life, in my childhood, mostly, Um, you know, not as dark as some of the children involved with R. Kelly, but, you know, I've been, um, yeah, some good jams, but can can we, can that right override what he's done? Obviously not. And I still hold him accountable for uh, Aaliyah too, because that was my first crush. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. R, the R doesn't get a pass in my book, man. I mean, I was... No, but I, I know what you're saying, bro. I know what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What you're saying, like, uh, yeah, it doesn't... Just because he was a horrible person doesn't detract from, A, how great R. Kelly's music is. Or, I mean, I don't really... I remember Bill Cosby, the Cosby show, but I don't remember it that well. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, if it was great, it was great. Like, great people... I mean, shitty people make great stuff. In fact, to be honest, I think they're put, there's an inverse cor- correlation. The shittier a person you are, the more talented sometimes these people are. That's what I've noticed in life. You know what I mean? If we knew, if you knew even a fraction of what some of the people that you celebrate do, you would cancel probably close to 80 plus percent of the people that you follow. Period. Mm. And I learned that really quickly when I lived in LA. And it's like I was around some some high level people just at work and stuff like that. And when you see them after they've been drinking or or they they're in a pissed off mood, whatever the situation is, you don't see that same, you know, celebrity that you see on TV. You see them like raw and stripped back. And that's why they say you don't want to meet your your idols, because yeah. it's ruined real quick, man real quick so with like music or or not so much music but like with the cosby show for example um the entertainment's good but there's a lot of other players involved that are suffering because one person did some foul shit so i think it's it's different if it's like r kelly's library or something like that that's yeah of course there's other people that are trying to eat off of that you know he's got a whole team and so on but it's one person, it's one, you know, it's, it's an artist. 
and I, I can appreciate that. But if you're yanking like a whole series of like TV shows down that quite- Is a that what happened? Did they, did they stop showing his TV show? I think they got pulled off of some platforms. So then you've got, you know, his whole family on the show that were all getting like royalty checks every time that stuff. Mm, yeah. And I mean, that shit's in syndication. That's a lot of money. Mm. Those people live off that. Mm. So they're giving Seinfeld was making something like, I forget, over a million an episode. You know, something like 10 or something. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Friends was like that too, wasn't it? Yeah, they make mad cake. So once it gets um, into syndication, they can, they don't have to work anymore if they don't want to. They make a ton of money off that shit. That's, that's when you kind of hope that um, that's not what they would leave behind for their families if that's what they're i guess if that's what they're leaving them with then that's what they expect them to get cake off of but it's not obviously guaranteed is it you need to just invest some invest in some property and just chill otherwise you know you should know that your your bookie or suspect behavior could land you in some shit losing your deals like like said case um I don't know, man. I think uh, Bill Cosby, I, I guess I, I get Chima, like why maybe it didn't resonate with you as much and maybe for us in the UK as much as it did in America because we probably had the Desmonds, innit? And shit like that. I, I, what, year, what year was it? What year was that? I don't what? know. What year was it like popping off? Because I don't remember. What's that? Calvary? I don't know. Mine was mostly reruns on cable and wireless. <laughs> Yeah, okay, and, and you got into it. You still got into it. Well, still young. I was still young, but it's a few years later down the line. Maybe it was live at the time, but you know we had our things a couple of years or a year behind mm. uh, to what America had. So maybe it was still existent and still mm. uh, it running, but I think we were just a season or so behind, possibly. But um, and this is more in the later, latter stages of the Bill Cosby Show, because mm. obviously I'm only it ran from '84 to '92. Exactly. Yeah, there you go. I was how old? Eighty-four. I was born in eighty-four. So, <laughs> I was yeah. eleven, so I was I was deep into that. Was like black TV show was on. Better get your ass in the living room. That's how it was in America. <laughs> the only <laughs> show we had, we had nothing before that. We had like you know Sanford and Son and all kinds of other bullshit. Yeah, you put me on that. And, you know, I mean, totally different type type comedy. So you had like doctor and lawyer, black, positive, pretty daughter shit on TV that we've never seen before. So yeah, that shit was popping big time. Oh yeah, well, are you talking about uh, the Cosby? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. There was, what was her name? Lisa Bonet. Lisa Lenny Bonet. Kravitz, Lenny Kravitz is. Uh, yeah, that was it. Baby yeah, vaguely like bits of it are coming to me, but I never really, you know, I'm, I was more of a Fresh Prince, but that was later, wasn't it? That was like six years later, I guess. That was like... 90. 96. Also. Oh, 96. Oh, was it that late? I thought it was early 90s, but... Um... Fresh Prince went from 90 and it ended in 96. Ah, okay. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you're right. It was actually. My bad. But I do remember it. I mean, I was young, man, because being the youngest of three, I saw shit really early, right? Mm. That's why for me, it feels like, oh, no, it wasn't that too long ago, but I think I was exposed too early to like, and, and those memories kind of stick too. But um, yeah, I remember Fresh Prince was on a Tuesday for us in the UK and followed by Ren and Stimpy. And that's why I remember. Ren oh, yeah. And was that on Trouble? Uh, no, no, before all of that, BBC before Two. Before Trouble, yeah. BBC Two, man. B- yeah, Trouble. I, I actually, no, I do remember that as well, Ren and Stimpy afterwards. I, I used to love Ren and Stimpy. Stimpy, you idiot! <laughs> yeah, no, I know. Looking back now, they those guys are ahead of their time. <laughs> I was mad, actually. When you think about it, no, you're right. Actually, that was some real boundary pushing. Oh, yeah, that was cutting edge. That was it, was like, that, it was like adult <laughs> cartoons, when adult cartoons weren't really a, exactly. a thing. Yeah. A thing, right? Yeah, when um, you, uh, you know what started it was really uh, what is it that show that shit that's still on uh, Simpsons, so that kind of oh, yeah, yeah, kind yeah. of gave you know permission for you to animate something and say some some subjective, random, wild, questionable stuff, and it was hilarious. And then they pushed it too far, and it just got to be. That's when you guys probably picked it up. 
like the second half of Ren and Stimpy was just wild, dude. It was just it's too much. Yeah. Too much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard that they had like a separate, like a, a, an adult version of it, as if it wasn't adult enough. Or yeah, it, it makes sense to what you're saying though, in terms of how it just got worse. I don't know how they kind of marketed it. Or justified, or just let it be, and no, it's just how it probably just naturally evolved, wasn't it? I mean, it wasn't. It wasn't that it got worse. I thought the show was hilarious. Like that show was one of my favorite shows. Like the Space Madness episode is still by far one of the funniest things I've ever seen animated in my life. When he eats the bar of soap and just goes crazy, <laughs> that shit is hilarious. But it just it was pushing the envelope for so long that it just got to a point where it's like. We need to really push it. It just got gross and just nasty to me. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so I just stopped watching it. Do you think there's a link you can trace uh, Rick and Morty back to Ren and Stimpy? Probably. Probably. Yeah, maybe. What about Rocco's Modern Life? See, I watched that too, but that was like a very, I had to be really stoned to watch that because if I wasn't, it just was seemed like some really strange shit to me. <laughs> this is how young I was. I thought the the little turtle from uh, was as a cameo from Super Mario. <laughs> Filbert. <laughs> yeah, Cooper Trooper. I thought that obviously I know Cooper Trooper more from Mario Kart from, from the Super Nintendo, but like, yeah, I always just thought he was from there. I was like, how come he's on here? <laughs> That's how young I was. Rocco was hilarious, though. That show was funny, man. But it, I never really, really tuned on as much. But, yeah. yeah you were too young. And like I said, you probably weren't smoking pot then because I was. And I was in my teens, you know. So it was really funny. But it was <clears throat> probably because I was on mind-altering chemicals. So I have to edit up. <laughs> so the sponsors still, still play ball. But um, anyway, let's move on from Bill Cosby, man. Because I don't want to talk about... Bill Cosby anymore because I'm bored. Um, good news. Um, let's decide on what to explore before we get into beat of the week. Should we do beat of the week first? We haven't really even discussed this directly, this whole new segment that I want to try and do. Um, yeah. Should we save it to the end? Let's go out with a bang. All right, we'll, so we'll save it to the end. So here are three things I found today for good news that we can maybe discuss or even just say, yeah, that's good news. Let's get on to the beats. Um, Adios to the tampon tax. Apparently, women no longer have to pay a tampon tax. Um, women are rejoicing around the UK after this year's budget announcement revealed that VAT on all sanitary products will be abolished as of this year. So they've been forced to pay a tax on these items for 50 years, and now they don't have to. Or we can discuss uh, the second HIV case was cured, which would be good to discuss as we've got Dr. Chima and I don't have any drops on my mixer. I'm sorry, I was looking for him frantically before we started, but, um, or we can talk about um, the sausage dog that wins Crufts and then takes a shit on the stage. <laughs> wow. You have to see that. Yeah, <laughs> you kind of need that video. Um, actually, I got a share screen. I could always do that, but, um, you know, we'll always add it to such lovely camaraderie between these two. Oh, wait. So the <laughs> dog was taking a shit. The shit. He hadn't won. But he, he might have been taking like his victory lap or something. But that's kind of funny. Um, I don't really care too much about the tampon tax. So, um, I mean, congratulations. And that's about. <laughs> yeah, do, do I want to be that guy? Be like, hey, what about not paying taxes on toilet rolls? <laughs> but no, I'm be not all men, yeah, not all men. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> Nah, I mean, I don't, I don't have in, intimate knowledge of um, the tax, what gets taxed and what doesn't tax, but it, it doesn't get taxed. Um, but if it's not fair that it wasn't included in the shit that you don't tax, then, then <clears throat> that was obviously is a good thing, you know, and, and I know our period po poverty is a big thing, you know, mm. a big thing that, um, affects women's uh, ability at school, even though women do better than, girls do better than boys at school. But anyway, um, nah, I'm, bro, there is no doubt that uh, the patriarchy exists and men dominate 
in ways that are not helpful. So I do celebrate a move, a move more towards the center, you know what I'm saying? But that at the same time, I, I do think a lot of uh, what is leveled at people sometimes is bullshit, you know what I mean? So and it's, it's a balance, isn't it? But no, nah, definitely celebrate the, the tampon tax for sure. I'm, I'm down with it. Yeah, I know um, Dr. Jordan Peterson. Um, oh, <laughs> already wound him up. I've already wound him up. No, nah, but I mean, like, we're, we're trying to talk about, we all know about how he feels about, like, the gender. I'm not going to talk about the patriarchy. I promise you I'm not. But I, right. he, he signifies the, the implementation of having sanitary products as a turning point for women in society as a whole. So that was a great thing for women to have that, like, cause you were mentioning about uh, people in poverty where they can't afford certain things. Now these mm. things are widely available to them. So that was good. And now that there's no tax, so I'm, t I'm piggybacking off of that saying that, so they got this uh, as an, as, as an aid to a, a problem that they had. And I think the guy that created it was from India and was trying to find a solution for his wife, um, you know, to, help her with her her menstrual cycle and mm. um I'm trying to remember the history of it but so yeah so no so it's great that they've now finally come to the point where they're not going to tax it but like you said it doesn't even seem like there should have ever been a need but who knows why why the government does what they do half the time mm, well exactly yeah why was it if it's in the category of things that are exempt then why wasn't why why wasn't not in there well but you know, that's that's what exactly that's what I'm saying. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a necessity. We should ask the woman. I got the woman here, but it's like she's like, I don't put it's that. True, actually, yeah. Here, here we are, mansplaining. I know, man. So <laughs> she's over there. She's over there seething, just like I'm a fucking <laughs> up when this show's over. Um, but no, I get you. So it's just like that's why I was trying to talk about the second HIV case being cured, and Dr. Chima was like, went with the sanitary. <laughs> <laughs> So y'all uh, listeners can view, uh, can blame Dr. Chima on that one. No, I'm just playing. So, um, yeah, so move, move, move. Why can't on. we talk about them all? I don't get it. Why can't we talk about them all? Hey, we can. We absolutely can celebrate all this great stuff that's happening right now. I, I don't know anything about curing HIV, though. So what happened? Was it I just... It's a, so a guy, he's from London, actually. Uh, That's why it was semi-relevant. Uh, he's become the second person in the world to be cured from HIV, but his situation's a little bit specific from what I'm reading. And so he's free from the virus, and he's been off of his anti-retroviral um, therapy for 30 months. Yeah. But he's, it's believed he was cured by a stem cell treatment that he received for cancer. <laughs> Oh, donors, wow. Yeah, the donors had an uncommon gene that gave them protection against HIV. And if I dig deep, deep into the memory banks, I think it's like a Delta 33. Oh, um, here we go. Here we go. Yeah, Damn. I know, because I remember reading about this at least 20 years ago. But yeah, because they do know that there's some people that for some reason, they don't seem to get infected by HIV. And obviously, that's probably a ge like a genetic uh, predisposition for it just not to we need to protect these people because uh i can i can just imagine some evil doctor in a lab just trying to extract their blood and abuse them that's the u.s government that you're describing i think <laughs> yeah. black people let's give them all syphilis and see how they respond oh my god dude don't even get me on the tuskegee experiment so um yeah i think we would be well served by taking these but th that's but that's what happens though is you get these people and then you get the doctors oh shit i shouldn't have said that because we got one on the show but you get a certain sector of people that want to isolate them and then do all these tests and then try and solve the problem which is a good thing but at you know the expense of potential the, the, expense the of thing is though um hiv now is not the death is it's not a death sentence actually no. Uh, having a diagnosis of diabetes is worse for your life expectancy than, than uh, HIV. Um, so, well, I guess what I'm trying to say is, is the treatment of HIV has come a long way. I mean, it's still really expensive, uh, I think, uh, for a lifetime treatment of, of HIV. And then as well, the drugs can have side effects and having to take drugs for the rest of your life is a big problem but then weighing that up with such a dangerous 
uh, procedure like having a stem cell transplant, uh, I, I'm not. I'm in no way qualified to comment on this. Is that an, I, is that a dangerous uh, procedure? Stem of course, cell. of course. Stem cells so. Um, uh, yeah, it's pricey. It's, well, there's it's, some great things that I've read that come from actual implementation of stem cells into the body, whether it be keeping you younger, uh, curing disease. Yeah. But we don't do a lot with it. So I didn't know that it was a uh, high risk. But that's well, if, it, if anything comes from someone else, there's always the risk of uh, the body rejecting it. Your immune system, um, you know, recognizing it as foreign and then attacking it you know uh or or the other way around uh which is crazy graft versus host disease that's when like what you put in starts attacking you know whoever you put it into in terms of like trying to help them out you know what i mean mm. uh so it's not like straightforward and you can understand in something like uh, cancer or, or I think they do it a lot in like blood-based cancers like leukemias or lymphomas where, you know, the alternative is, is kind of immediate death where it makes sense. But something like HIV, uh, and again, like I said, I am not qualified, do not take this as anything official. I'm just throwing this out there in terms of my general knowledge. And like, it sounds like a really interesting thing to look into and, and learn about. Um, but it sounds like it was like a happy side effect, unintended effect of the exactly of, yeah. of the stem cell, which that which what they really were trying to do was, but that uh, was was cure the cancer or whatever. But um, but that's how a lot of uh, um, discoveries are made. I think that's how like Viagra was initially supposed to treat pulmonary hypertension or something, and then they just were mm -hmm. like. Oh, these guys are getting mad erections, yo. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, on the base of that, on breakthroughs, did you hear about um, this doctor or scientist? Sorry, should I say? Let me not insult my doctors out there. There's different types of um, work going on from all areas of... Uh, <clears throat> I'm sorry, I'm just choking out here. Um, what I'm trying to get at is there was a new spray created called Voltique that is, uh, attracts and kills all pathogens on any surface if it's applied so it's for like 14 days. And uh, this is somewhere in Cheshire. So, um, and so much so that it's getting a lot of love and um, limelight that, then, that NASA is using it. And she, this scientist, she created it in her parents' restaurant. She was testing out there, and um, I'm just trying to figure out how, how it really works. I mean, like, what if someone with COVID just spits on the table after? It's not like it's going to be clear for 14 days straight, or does it just like repel off? Like, um, that these are kind of like my thoughts. So, it's like, uh, she studied the virus on some like nano molecular level. And create different equations to find like, a formula that will kill, kill, kill these pathogens. And then uh, she used her study base as her parents' restaurant. So, um, yeah, man, she's smashing it. And at the same time, she's coming out with some cure for Alzheimer's, but she hasn't got the funding for it. This girl's like a machine, man, coming out with the inventions. But yeah, that was like something my dad shared with me yesterday. I think I was like, yeah, that's that's pretty dope. I mean, like anything to get us out of this. I know what happens after the Euros. Hopefully, she's she's our savior. <laughs> so. I don't know if we have more people like that. It, it it always astounds me how we how you say she doesn't have any funding, and we have the shit like that that could actually fix stuff, and people don't want to give money towards it. But you know. Jeff Bezos just bought like a $500 million yacht, you know, and probably could have funded her research and, and still bought the yacht. Yeah. Bought a yacht, but and his yacht's so big, it's got a smaller yacht. <laughs> I swear to God. You got to take a yacht to get to the yacht. A yacht to get to the yacht. I'm like, that is, I can't even fathom that level of baller. That's just that's, that's boring. That's boring. Exactly. Thank you. Thank you. Um, so I was reading up on this first guy that got cured from HIV because we were talking about how the guy had the stem cells and how, you know, maybe that mm. was 
Luke. Similar situation from the first guy. So he's an American guy who was known as the Berlin patient. And he was given a bone marrow transplant from a donor, again, who was naturally resistant from HIV. But wow. yeah, but it's so it was his leukemia bone marrow transplant that cured the HIV, but he had, the leukemia ended up coming back. He ended up dying from cancer mm, 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 mm. after that. Yeah, so there's something to it, but um, probably the people that, that donated aren't around for research are they? I yeah like I said I am not qualified I am not qualified I'm not qualified to we need a disclaimer can we record a disclaimer the next time we do a show at the beginning like anything that Dr. Chima says at any course in this I mean I've got I've no, got good ideas I've hey, got good Dr. ideas and you can't say certain stuff I'm trying to protect you so you don't have to say Thank a you. million times please don't try to cancel or sue me because I said this that and the third because our host keeps calling me the doctor like I fucking <laughs> wrote the damn medical on journal history or something. Uh, the journal, uh, whatever, my brain's not functioning. Anyway, um, yeah, so I don't think we need to talk about this dog taking a shit. I mean, <laughs> is that, that one's in your things that you'll forget about in 15 That's minutes. exactly <laughs> right, man. You put it in the wrong section, bro. I did. I released it too early. Shit you won't remember next week, man. <laughs> Unbelievable. Dog <laughs> shit. Yo, did, yo, you see that thing where that dog took a shit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw that. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to be talking about this for minutes. So, um, yeah, good for that dog. Just at the right moment, it says, takes a shit. <laughs> I'll put the video up. The hashtag. Oh, Cruff's even posted it on their website, and it says, when you got to go, you got to go. Hashtag best in show. So um, good for them. Missing dog is found after being lured with bacon and sausages. That's the easy way to find a whole lot of dogs. Baby's laugh is infectious. Um, yeah, I don't want to talk about that nonsense that's not good news that's just funny news um let's get to the beats man something i was thinking about while i was reviewing this stuff and trying to figure out how we could structure this segment um and while i was listening to the stuff that you guys sent along that you thought we should listen to we have to focus on and i know that you guys will be good at this because you're both musicians focusing on the beat versus the song yeah, this is what I was. Uh, I wanted to, to clarify here, because is it just the beat? Because if so, the what I sent you then is probably not worth even playing. Just um, the beat. Just the Only beat, yeah. the beat, because sometimes the rapper can be <laughs> amazing. Yeah, yeah. And the beat is just really simple, you know. Yeah. But the, yeah. it's the lyrics. So, so instrumentals. We're talking instrumentals. Then well, you don't have to send instrumental. I mean, we don't have to post or listen or judge instrumental. But my point is, is because you guys have the ability to isolate, you know, beat, uh, lyrics, bars, you know, uh, rhythm, you know, all that more so than probably the average person. We just want to be very careful of how we judge uh, a beat, how we gauge a beat versus uh, judging the song as a, you know, as a, as a, as a record as a whole. So, um, so shall we do the beat? Anyway, was it St. Saint, Saint John? Was that what the beat was? Yeah, St. John, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I got a snippet here. I'm not really worried about the posts being taken down and all that stuff. I really couldn't care less because there's not enough on YouTube for it to matter. So this will go out on Spotify and hopefully not get wrecked. I'm not familiar with this track. Can you set it up for me, Chima? Who, who's, who is it? And St. John, <laughs> you know St. John, arouses. The remix, right? The remix is the one that the remix is what popped off. The original is hard as well. And yeah. I like I've liked him since mm, probably like 2018. Um I can't remember I think that it was called Collections, that album. And he's like he's like he's like sort of like like future, but he's like he's got like a rapper type lyric lyricism about him. But then he does like the singing with the auto tune as well, you know what I mean? And um, no, I, it was just a you know you, you pressed me for something, and I thought, okay, is it is it like what we're listening to? Because like in the last week, I've been listening to this song a lot. 
I think I think it's kind of like just hip, it's kind of hypnotic. It's got a boogie with the hoodie on it, who also has like an interesting stingery rapping kind of flow. And um, but it's all about the beat, and the beat is actually quite generic. So <laughs> I'm not gonna win. On, I'm not gonna win on the beat. So, but it's a it's a dope tune if you want a dope tune to just vibe to in the car. You know what I'm saying? How I think um, maybe we should somehow structure this so that it's a is it like a beat battle amongst ourselves or is it just like you're just judging the beat? I, I know we probably should discuss this off air, but if you're listening, you guys can leave a comment below. No, exactly. You, you can get the listeners involved as well. I yeah, that's what involved. you do, obviously. Uh, <clears throat> um, so I'll play, I'll play the beat. I've only got maybe a minute of it or so, and we can listen to that one. And then um, Naz, actually, Naz, which one did you give me? So then we could just set that one up and I can play it after. Um, so this is by Drazzy and it's called Keep Moving and it's the first song I thought of when you asked us to, to pick a beat because it came out within the last week and um, yeah, I've just been bumping it a little bit, man. I just went off instinct and that was the first one to come on. And if I had a little thought, I would have probably come round to him at some point anyway because he's someone I listen to and yeah, he's, he's also a, a good friend. No favoritism. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, I'm giving you guys um, Black Ego by Diggable Planets. Um, 1994. 1994. Yeah, 94, I think. Um, I'm really, I'm usually on point with my numbers, but I don't know if that's the actual year um, that it came out. I don't even know if you guys even listen to Diggable Planets because I know you're a bit younger. Um, no, of course. Classic. I could probably suggest if it's just a beat, just like a hard beat. Can I s switch up my suggestion I right now have, on the fly? I won't have the drop available in the system, sir. I'm Are you not on like you're not just running off Spotify or or something? I can plug the the mix <laughs> into the computer um, and try that, but I don't know. So right, yeah, yeah, don't worry. For next time, these are put next right time, in. Next time. I'll, I'll kill I'll kill you with beats every week. Yeah, I because if it doesn't have to be new as well. No, fuck no. But the I don't want to put beats ever, bro. I don't. Me. I don't want to put like. You have to try and keep them somewhat similar types of sounds, though, if that makes sense. You know, because you, you, you can't mix. Like I can't expect you to listen to like a dig plan beat and then put that up against like Kanye or something because they're so. Well, actually, those are kind of. They're kind of in that same genre, like a J Electronica beat. Those types of beats versus like no limit like a master p beat or something <laughs> bang, bang. right you know yeah, those fault. Types that's of a music. sick beat bro yeah i mean so those are great both great in their 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 genre of hip-hop so i want to kind of keep it somewhat in, in alignment anyway we're gonna hit saint john i'll give you like 30 seconds or so of this one once the beat rolls and then we'll let Bring that beat back, bring man. That back. Bring that beat back, bring man. That beat back. Bring that beat back, bring man. Y'all wanna hear that beat, right? One, two, one. She's my mom, gonna whiskey. She gon' bust her right here, cause it's whiskey. She got a car like the Vinci. Right, so that's that one. I like that beat. I haven't heard that one before. So now I'm going to go into the second one. Uh, no strategy, no method, just calamities and lessons. I was casually investing, now I'm practically a legend. Okay. At least in my mind it's true, cause I don't like to lose. Before I die, I pursue to recite my truths. On the stages that I'm on, they say my souls are from the soul. They encompass on my growth. I got brothers I don't know. <laughs> 
Cause my past was a rolling stone So I swore to be the opposite My daughter needs a positive father figure I power winners while you guys the sliver When I walk past the mirror I see greatness, outrageous How these haters are so latest Undeniable, they hope I flop or die I know it's sickening to see me On the winning spree so secretly They wish I wasn't consistently Dropping like pigeons be But I'm as stubborn as a teenager so I ain't stopping till I you see my mates. You ain't far from the top now. You need to keep moving. You need to keep moving. You know you can't stop now. You ain't far from the top now. You need to keep moving. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, you know, formerly known as Mr. Drastic. Remember you liked one of his songs called Numero Uno. Oh, Mr. Drastic, yeah? Shit. <laughs> Back in the day, bro. Who was yeah. the guy used to rap with? Drastic and was it Kinetic? Kinetic. Well, they uh, were grand. Yeah, that was it. They were in a group together. Jeez. Yeah. Yo, Kinetic is killing it with his podcast, isn't he? Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, the, that reasonable doubt thing. I, I haven't listened to it. Have you listened to it? No, man. But I just seen a lot of press on it and yeah, yeah, yeah. impressive. But yeah, um, Dras changed his name to Drazzy as he's matured up with the times and. Um, yeah, man. So I feel like he, he's continuously evolving, which is really nice to see in music and uh, not just hitting a, a ceiling. So as he is growing, his music is reflecting it. And that's the beauty of timeless art. You know, if, if it's sincere, then it just shows and it just there's no boundaries to it. That's why when you don't just jump on trends, it really pays off in the long run. Right on. Let me get this last beat in and then we can decide whose beat was uh, the best. So now let's let it too. In my pocket pack, pummel and I epic. Black ethic, black. I walk again. You a shade gray. Come display mazes in black. Fire in the west. Shit is shaking its fire. I'm in Nikki's one of those in vinyl time. Up the forts where I'm caught. And my thought is shaking up a few loops. Now I let my cool shoot. K-Risk 1. Cause we fade in and out. Are you swinging or coming out? I'm solid on this door. This ain't living. It's heavy every setback, even when I wasn't short. Now we cross you in your phone. Right, check me in another place, facing joy. Nothing you can serve could ever ace me, boy. Fat laces, I'm not fattening, no baby. That's right, baby. So I think we know which beat is the tightest, but um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, all right, I'll go first. I'll go first because you guys are all technical with your shit. So I'm just going to come from the outside and shoot from the three-point line. Um, for me, the Diggable Planet beat, just I, and again, like you said about that, the second, the Drazzy beat is somebody you know, so you kind of have, uh, you know, the, the objective nature is completely gone to an extent. This is probably, if it's not my favorite hip-hop song ever, it's one of my top three. Like wow. I, I fuck with that track that much because it's such a raw, basic beat. It just I could just see like uh just like Quest Love just sitting there with the snare and a you know and a hi hat and just banging that shit out while they're performing that. And that's all you need is some guy playing the guitar. So I always did, did, did Quest Love play for them? No, he didn't. But I'm just that's just who I see <laughs> when I hear that, you know. That's what I hear, or when I see when I hear that. Um and plus butterfly her voice was always was always dope but again that's why you have to remove the beat from the lyrics and so on because it's not a complex beat but it's a very old beat kind of like the first one you got uh the one that you sent over for saint john but um mm. i think i like i like the drazzy beat second and then saint john that's my opinion on it but i like the saint john song better than I like the Drazzy song just because I don't I, I like that type of hip-hop because the, the Drazzy sounds new young edgy and I'm old and I got gray hairs in my beard mm. that kind of stuff me too hey, anyway go who's next well um since I've opened my mouth um, <laughs> the uh the interesting point I wanted to raise was I think it really depends how loud you're playing it and how you're playing it so well, whether it's turn the shit up then while I was playing it like Freedom Rock, man, out of, <laughs> out of out of festival volume. Yeah, but it, it doesn't come out of our speakers the same way. It, uh, we yeah. we can't feel it. I was thinking that I was thinking like I really I need to have the 
song so I can play on on here, like so I can really, I can really hear um, I vibes. Is probably yeah. I mean, I did hear. The hit, textures. Mm, if we, if we're getting into detail, then yeah, you're right. We need to feel it. I can hear it, but can I feel it? But the point I was trying to make was not necessarily in this circumstance, in the sense that there's headphone music, isn't there? And then there's music that will blare in my whip. So what uh, Chima played, I'll probably really enjoy that in the car. And you mentioned that as well. I think you mentioned something about, uh, you know, if you're just riding around. So uh, now that resonated with me and I could probably see myself. And I did hear the song when he shared it with us. But I only had a few seconds on the phone. But then when um, uh, Vaughn gave it some airtime and we were listening to it, I was like, okay, all right. Oh, you listen, know, so yo, I'm waiting yeah. for a Boogie's verse as well. Damn, oh, okay. son. The tune yeah, is yeah. But anyway, uh, I want to play it on some speakers, and I'm gonna give it a moment for, for, to grow as well. Um, and then it's, I think, it is something that will grow on you too. It feels like it's one of those ones, and it'll probably get bigger in time. I don't know how old it is if it's already had its moment. Yeah, I think but, it probably has because I think they dropped the video in like November last year. But um, I don't know. Okay. Yeah, well, uh, maybe for me, for a new new listener to that specific song, you know, it'll, it might, it, you know, they might have found a fan. Um, and then, well, with Drazzy's one, it's like almost instant. Like, you know, we can relate to the lyrics. We can hear it clearly. Like, you know, for someone who's into lyricism and uh, wordplay, and if it wasn't so much wordplay yet, but more of a message for his track, then I can hear it clearer. I can attach myself to the vocals. And, you know, obviously the flow will take me through the track like a percussion. But um, the fact that I can tune in and hear the words, that's another level of like uh, focus that's been applied. So, you know, I'm sat on the track with extra grip, if you will. So I'm holding on a little bit tighter. Um, so on that level, I feel like I can relate to the song. Yes, I know the guy, <laughs> but that's not, I'm trying to be unbiased here anyway. Um, and detach that from the song, but I just like his songs. I, I met him through music anyway, so you know, I I, I took a liking to him prior to like building a bond. But um, that's that. And um, in terms of uh, Vaughn's track, like there were so many different instrumentals in one song, man. Like from the intro to the drop to to when to when they started jumping on, and that. Was, that was nice because back in the day, they didn't really do those kind of things. It used to be one set loop, really, um, in hip hop, uh, in that sample based hip hop sound. But these guys, did they make their own instruments? Did they like play their own instruments? Or no, something? they didn't play their own instruments. But back then, like when that sort of hip hop was out, um, they, they relied heavily on jazz tracks and did mm. their music. And, you know, that's that's actually what drew me to them because I always liked jazz music, but me too. anybody rapping over it. And that's and that's to me was what hip hop was and what yeah. changed hip hop <clears throat> was no longer hip hop. And it needed to be sub genre because you can't you can't compare like diggable planets and like tribe called quest and roots to you know, like the Jay-Z's and all the stuff that was coming out around the tail ends of those careers, you know, in the early 90s, like, because Foxy Brown and all that kind of stuff was coming out. They didn't sound anything like that, but it was all mashed together as, as hip-hop, so. Yeah, but what I liked about that, your is that, is, is that a problem, though? Because I love the, I love Jay-Z and I love uh, Tribe Called Quest and I love... Uh, no, 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 it's not that it's a problem. I think it's about you categorizing, yeah, right? That's it's what all great, but it's like I want to make sure that it stays as pure as it can musically because once I have all of those music musical sounds, I guess, together, then they kind of start to, to blend to, into each other a little bit. I feel like they kind of start to feel like I have to um, evolve to sound more like whoever has the top three hit, right? So if my music is more like that track I played, but St. John or Drazzy is what's hitting in the streets, but we're all under the same umbrella, then I have to try and sound more like that so that I get more of the 
shit. Whereas if I stay over here with everybody else like me, then everybody that likes this kind of shit will be over here. Mm. Well, um, okay, two points. I'll finish with my first point, which was the fact that your track was progressive. I like that. So if I've got an, an attention span, then, um, you know, then that will keep me entertained throughout constantly. And now if we go back to me talking about environments and whether I need to be playing it loud in a car or in an earphone, I think what uh, ordering I put the songs in is based off which song can be played in either environment, whether in headphones or in a car, and which will take the title. That's how I'm going to judge it. So on that basis, I'm going to give it... uh, to Drazzy because of the earphone, uh, like listening into the lyrics is what draws me in. So that's my personal preference because of lyrics, uh, like for lyrics. I want to say lyricism, but like, uh, and then and then uh, Vaughn's, and then and and then Chima's. They're all three are good, and they all three could win in their own categories. And that's what's really hard to make this judgment call <laughs> so i've had to style it out in the sense that i can play it in any environment the headphone or in the car and which one would win and that's how i've done it otherwise it, all of it has its own homes and they all are very glorious so last point is maybe moving forward we can pick a category or subgenres or whatever it is next time so they have a closer match harder to judge and less less um less of a mouthful from me to kind of give you an answer (laughs) that might be easier competition if you want to make that that's why i said if i have like just a shitload of beats and i can just throw beats which i just have tons to pick from i like it better if they're just i mean is it do you think it's better if we have like a uh, sub-genre or a beat to me is a beat and if it's good it's good and if it's not it's not i'll listen to it i always say a cd just because i'm older but if i listen to a, an album i can tell probably if i'm gonna like a song within the first like 10 seconds maybe not even that long sometimes depending on if there's you know build up to the to the track i'm not always so attracted to the lyric aspect of it but more so the beat immediately which is why I always know if I'm going to like a Jay Electronica song almost immediately or I'm not. Jay Electronica yeah. is going to destroy the track no matter what the beat is, but the beat in, in alignment with what he's doing makes a, a six-star track a ten-star track. Not that there's ten stars, but it, you know that's, that's for me. So I don't I'd know. say that's how 95% of people actually listen to music, definitely, like lyrics yeah. definitely. I'm second. Yeah. So, let, but, let, but 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 what I'm saying is that the the voice can be part of the beat. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like the voice is uh, and the lyrics and the flow of the lyrics is definitely part of what will make the overall song for you. Because you can't just go and listen to the beat and feel the same way as you know. Like you couldn't go listen to the beat of Return of the Mac. And, and feel the same as listening to the vocal version of Return of the Mac. You can't just drop the instrumental of Return of the Mac. At the, at, the club will go wild when you drop the instrumental, but when the vocals don't come in, the club will be mad at you. You know what I'm saying? So, so like that's why it's it's a little bit it's a little bit different, like judging beats. And and there can be things that are great beats, but they don't work as like a, a great song. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And just just to add to that, I mean, like, you know, like Nat is like, for example. Sorry to cut you off. Well, is it, you mean the beat swag or the lyrics swag? No, the beat. The beat is incredible. Yeah, but yeah. As, as as a song, do you think <coughs> like it's not a song that many people will gravitate to because it's like it's like three three straight verses of just straight rapping and then a scratch chorus. You know what I mean? Like people hate scratch chorus. Uh, you know I mean? the fire rims and tires it's just random isn't it? it is a bit random <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> Nas is like like awesome beat and, yeah the way and, it uh, drops yeah mm. and as a hip-hop head obviously i love the song but you know anyway that's an aside sorry i cut you off what were you saying no 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 i don't know where i was going with this it was a bit like it wasn't necessarily just lyrics it's not like um Tali Kweli has made very a lot of good songs 
Uh, he's yeah. made a lot of songs as well, should we say. He's also demonized for just saying clever shit, but not really flowing nice. Yeah. And, and um, I think that plays a part to it too. So when, when the vocal plays as a percussion, as I like to yeah. put it, yeah. then that obviously changes it to a different, like takes it to another realm uh, because you're playing another instrument. That's how yeah. I see it. Yeah. And then, and then you've got like obviously different instrument in that hook and in that verse from the vocals. And then, uh, you know, it, it's, it's adding layers. So I think, yeah, it's, I think we can have a conversation about this all day long and how we want this category to be and how we choose it. But I think if we can outline some simple factors, then we can bring an interesting point to each beat we bring, deliver. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, my bad. I, I wasn't uh, properly prepared and I, I hadn't quite understood the concept. But now that I do, I'd definitely be able to bring more kind of like interesting beats that have more. Kind of so, like so are we talking about like really the conductor and how they get busy? Like, um, is, that, is, that, is that the focus? Kind of hard. To, that's what I was saying in the beginning. It's hard to really isolate. You know, it's like listening to a rock band as a bassist like i always hear the bass line in a, in a like at a in a rock band whereas somebody yeah. else is listening to drums or whatever yeah yeah you know what i'm saying so i mean i can it's hard to isolate so i got this track i think we should just do whatever and just see what we feel works best maybe we can if we have straight lyricless beats we can do that because i literally have an email address full of full of those that people send in so if you guys have beats and you want us to put your beats against your beats send them to music at v3tv.uk not .co.uk .uk and we'll put that on there so um i got one last beat that i because we were talking about all like um what the hell did you say you said something that made me think of this beat a minute ago and i've lost it but this is some different shit so it's not we can, how would you categorize this beat and um and after this, we'll we'll call it a night and get get you guys back to your regularly scheduled lives. Guilty Simpson, nigga. Detroit, Michigan. Let's go. Live as fuck with a big ass gun. Who wanna size me up? I got a 40 cow chilling right beside my nuts. Rap shit helps me monopolize my bucks. Shotties a popping body your block. Fuck it, I'm hot, cocky or not. I'm tired of being humble. From here on out, I'm brash. Hot dog with extra flash. Might black out and give your necks a slash. And ain't a neighborhood around that can protect your ass. Younger gunshots mean guilty's coming. And when I'm through, chase your ass. This beat is really not normal to me. Like, I just think it sounds, especially if you're hearing it, because I'm listening to it on headphones. If you guys are listening to it on your... Sound mean. It's very... Is it like an analog synth, or is it like a software synth? I think it's analog. So it, just it does, yeah, it does sound a bit analog, doesn't it? I mean, from my phone. <laughs> I can kind of make it out. That's a, so, that's a good point. Yeah, so I mean, um, well, but what I would say is it hasn't gone anywhere, has it? No, but that's the thing. So with the beat, it's very, I don't know. It sounds unfinished to me. Who, who is it? Because uh, I'm going to be sad if it's Dilla, you know what I mean? Because I can't resist in Dilla. Huh? Dabri, I think. Oh, yeah, Dab. Yeah, yo, he's made some sick beats, though. Right, right, right. Fuck me, that 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 guy. But yeah, it is like kind of twisted electronic music. I, I know, I know, I know that kind of style. But I feel like, see, for example, here is a song. I, I don't think it, I don't think it's working that well. Like I don't think I could listen to this. You know Do you think because a lot is going on? Is is that what it is, or is it the fact that it doesn't build or anything like that? Up. It doesn't line up. I don't feel. It kind of reminds me of like when when Slaughterhouse was together. And they were getting beats that probably should have been for Eminem to be rapping over. Mm, mm, mm. Mm, good point. Good point. How they rap is not how M rap, <laughs> but the weird shit that they were getting would have worked great with his style, I guess. Yeah. yeah. So, anyway, 
So we'll hit another we'll hit another round of beats next week. Um, we got to get out of here. So thanks for listening. Rate, review, subscribe. Um, don't take any of that medical stuff that Dr. Chima said to heart. Uh, don't <laughs> be emailing the show. Don't try to sue Dr. Chima. Um, and uh, oh, you got to tell me next next week. Got to tell me how that game is going. That, uh, oh, that Horizon. Yeah. The, yeah. Hopefully, I'm gonna get on it, man. I've been working like crazy, so. Um, yeah, hopefully tomorrow I can start chilling out a little bit, play some video games, you know. Cool. Finally open my Oculus. Look, it's still, from the time I brought it from over there to over here, still in, still, still in no the street wrap. Bro, I hope it works, man. Check if it's not foley. <laughs> How many months ago is that been since we were talking about? <laughs> He's using it as a footstool. Literally, I, I moved it from over there to over here for, for a podcast. And it's been here <laughs> since... That's hilarious. I love it. I love it. Um, don't forget to um, do whatever you do. Share the shit, and we'll catch you guys next week when we catch you. Thanks for listening. And if you're watching this, um, yeah, thanks. Thanks to both of you. Uh, peace.